Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. CN Test Cricket and Crick Buzz, of course, Barrett Sundarosan joins us again. How are you, mate? Good to chat. Oh, I'm good, I'm good. Uh, I don't know whether it's uh, the time of the year or uh, it's it's just uh, a bit that I've been watching a lot of uh, cricket that I started dreaming cricket, which is worry, worrisome, <laughs> right? I had this dream where, uh, I don't know, I'm in Pakistan and Harish Rauf is bowling to Josh English for some reason. Sorry, Alex Carey, I don't know what is happening there. But yeah, I mean, it was it, it was a worrying dream because I wasn't seated right behind the bowler's arm, which kind of concerned me. <laughs> um, I expect no less, Barrett, with, with things <laughs> subconsciously going on in your mind uh, or, or totally unconsciously, and it comes to the forefront and you verbalise it on our particular radio station. This is, what, this is why we love you so much and why you love cricket so much. It's, it's very, very apparent. Did you love the decision this week, and I'm sure the, the Sixers organisation closed their eyes at night dreaming of Steve Smith in Magenta, <laughs> but it's not going to happen because the other CEOs from the other places said, nah, nah, can't let it happen, can't let it happen. Outside looking in, this is ridiculous. You know the full story. What do you make of it? No, nah, I mean, r- ridiculous is, is an understatement, honestly. Uh, and, you know, it almost puts into perspective how incredible that achievement was from this Australian team to go and win that T20 World Cup because uh, the BBL doesn't give much uh, to to Australian T20 cricket, as we've seen in the past. And this incident really sums up uh, why globally the BBL is not really considered as a uh, as a you know premier T20 tournament uh, or even counted amongst those right at the top. Uh, whether it's the IPL or the CPL or any of those other leagues. Uh, and Matthew Wade was on record, I saw, speak about, speaking about how there are no international players. Uh, you know, you had Rashid Khan, who's been around, and Andre Russell came uh, for a couple of days or a few matches uh, anyway. But uh, you, you, you don't have your regular Australian players playing. Uh, so as a result, the BBL uh, goes on, like, you know, while the test season is on. Uh, yes, it does get some eyeballs locally, but it doesn't get that uh, coverage or that traction that it should get if it is your uh, number one T20 league, uh, uh, you know, and this is Australia we're talking about, right? Like, you know, one of the global superpowers in cricket. And this mm. incident just puts everything into perspective. I mean, how can you not want Steve Smith playing at a time, especially in a season where, you know, a lot of your key players were ruled out because of COVID. You had to literally have some premier cricket players playing in the league. And here is a, a, a superstar who's, who was part of the World Cup winning squad three months ago, saying that I want to be part of it. But, uh, you know, I don't know, because of logistical reasons or whatever, technical reasons to leave him out, uh, it, it, uh, it, you know, it, it kind of tells you why the BBL, uh, and I can tell you from my experience, is not really looked at as a must-go tournament for you know international players out, uh, of, of renown. Like, I've got a perspective on that, like with, with Steve Smith. What happened with um, uh, Frank Lampard when he was originally coming to Australia in the A-League, and he had the... He, he was all set to come as a, as a loan um, deal player. And he was all, all sweet. He, he even got the photo in the Melbourne City kit. And then 
lo and behold, the other clubs got wind of it and said, no, that can't happen, and it got kiboshed. So one of the best players, most well, um, well-known well players in the world at that time couldn't come by virtue of a decision made in the interests of others, not the interests of the whole game and the, the whole sport bringing it forward. So it's really unfortunate. It kind of overshadows what should be a pretty good week with the BBL, should it not? I mean, Perth and, and Sydney Sixers uh, have got themselves that yep. little cushion. The Adelaide Strikers playing the, the Sydney Thunder as well. We'll talk to Ben Cutting a bit later on. It's all set for a good little finish to a, a difficult competition to navigate after all the COVID problems. And like, yeah, like we said, and this has been one lament about the BBL from the BBL as well, that, oh, we don't get our test stars or our international stars playing uh, in it regularly. Uh, And this is, yeah, Steve Smith you're talking about as well. Uh, And and look, I've always had my questions about, like, you know, why the BBL doesn't grow. And I've asked a lot of people this. Uh, I mean, people are much way more knowledgeable than I am about yeah. why isn't there uh, like a privatizing of Can the you? league that ever happens. And yes, I'm sure there are cultural and other reasons uh, associated with that uh, when it comes to the BBL and other sporting codes and other sporting leagues around Australia. But, um, you know, yes, you have various CEOs and uh, in place running the uh, the franchises. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's not like an IPL where there are separate owners who should have so much of a say, I would believe. Especially in matters like this, anything that enhances the league should just be allowed. That would not, that's what would happen in the IPL. I mean, they would uh, open all doors if a guy like Steve Smith says that I want to come and play one match. Which yeah. is what kind of like, yeah, it just befuddling and doesn't make any sense. I agree. Nick, I'm back. Oh, he's back. He's back. Oh, he's back. There you go. I'm back. Sorry, Brad. Just some technical issues here in the studio. Um, let's move on. The game... The team that are allowed to have their good players back, the Perth Scorchers against mm. the Sydney Sixers, uh, they're the they're rightfully the favourites for this competition to to take it out if they can get through this qualifier tonight. Uh you would think so. Yeah, I mean, uh, having said that, the strikers looked pretty decent yesterday. After uh, you know Alex Carey and they they welcomed their uh, big names back, sort of. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the Scorchers have some. Uh, uh, some guys who, like, you know, uh, have had, like, arguably their best uh, white ball seasons in a long time as a collective and, and individually. So uh, you'd think the Scotchers might go through, but it's a T20 tournament. You never know. I agree. I agree. We've got a text on the te- uh, from Chez uh, Moa number one. Uh, G'day, gang. Are the government now looking at deporting Steve Smith now that he can't? <laughs> <laughs> If he was Steve Smith from Bankstown, if they just had it from Bankstown Cricket Club, not from former Australian <laughs> captain, they might have been able to get that done. Also, what's going on and interests me, and I watched a bit of this game the other night, the uh, the Women's Ashes, the second T20. Oh, yeah, I look forward to it. Uh, the only concern is uh, there's a lot of rain forecast here in Adelaide today and tomorrow. Uh, so I couldn't go the other night. I was on uh, a dog sitting duty. She'd just come back from a little surgery, but I am heading there. Uh, in a few hours to the Adelaide Oval and tomorrow as well. But I don't know how much cricket we're going to get, especially tomorrow. The forecast is really bad. But, uh, I mean, what a start Talia McGrath is, right? Like, she showed such, some great nerves in that series against India. She's such a young player still um, and was, what, player of the tournament in, uh, or player of the series for that uh, that tour when India came a few months ago. And again, uh, I mean, there's so much talk about Elise Perry being left out before the game and so much focus on her and that decision. But yeah, I mean, I'm not saying move aside Elise Perry, but 
uh, well, Talia Maga is going to make it very difficult for her to come come back into the side. And I was reading uh, some lovely pieces about that, and you know about how Elise Pretty has made it difficult for a youngster like uh, Talia to uh, break into the side because of who Elise Perry is and all her incredible achievements on the field. And once she has, you know, so Talia has had to take her game to the next level. And once she's come and she's looked uh, sublime, uh, you know, but I thought England started that game beautifully. They maybe left 15, 20 runs out there in the middle, you thought. Uh, again, McGrath fell in the end and uh, some of the other uh, bowlers really tied it up well uh, and finished it off well. Uh, but England looked like, uh, you know, they, uh, the England women, that is, uh, looked like they're they are here for a contest, which, which is a good sign. India, South Africa. What's happened to uh, India over there on, on that tour, Barrett? It, it looked like they were going to get something out of the Test Series. Didn't happen. One-day series as well. Uh, the wheels wobbling with the, the national oh, team the, over the, there. Yeah, the wheels have come off. <laughs> yeah, you're right. After that first Test, uh, you know, everybody thought they're going to steamroll the South African, uh, young South African side, uh, win the Test Series and then go on and win the One-day Series. But that's it. They've lost two tests, and now the one-day series has gone as well. Last night, uh, South Africa have again walked to victory, uh, chasing 288. Look, India's white ball cricket uh, has been under a cloud for a while now. A lot of people have said that they still play a very old-school form of one-day cricket, where it's about you know settle in and you know see where you can mm. get. Because 288. In, in any conditions in 50-over cricket is not a big score anymore, right? You have to get over 300. It almost become a knock unless the ball's doing a lot. And the ball wasn't doing a lot or hasn't been doing a lot in PAL. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's big challenges for Rahul Ravid, the new coach. Uh, you know, India won a lot in the last two, two and a half years, especially uh, the last time India were there uh, and they won, like, I think, 5-1 the one-day series. And that was against a much stronger South African side. Uh, mm. So, yeah, it's been a very uh, almost uh, forgettable tour for India. Yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah, yelling into stump mics doesn't pay off, does it? <laughs> doesn't pay <laughs> off. I mean, that, that image will be Virat Kohli's, uh, how do I put it? Like, I mean, that, that'll sum up his the end of his captaincy era, right? I mean, he yeah. kept screaming and nobody was there listening to him, uh, uh, which is, Pretty much uh, what happened with his, uh, you know, with with this captaincy about from, you know, he was the most powerful man in Indian cricket, say in September. He was captain everywhere, uh, and mm. then one by one, uh, either he gave it up or it was taken away from him, and it's resulted in him, like you know, now just hanging in there as a player. I mean, he got a blob last night as well, so. Uh, so now everything kind of, uh, you know, comes under the scan. I mean, look, he's still a world-class batter. He's still a world-class cricketer. Uh, but I personally struggled to watch the last two games with him not at the helm. Uh, you know, because you got so used to seeing Virat Kohli on camera whenever India plays. And mm. you, like, had to go looking for him <laughs> the last two yeah. games. So, uh, no, I mean, some tough questions need to be asked, uh, you know, uh, with Indian cricket. Uh, how how things have changed in 12 months. Last year, around this time, they were leaving these shores as, um, you know, these great champions who had pulled Jeez, off yeah. the unthinkable. And yeah, that's cricket, I guess. Barrett, really appreciate your time as always, mate. Hopefully the rain uh, stays away in Adelaide. We can get a bit of cricket over there with the women's ashes, but plenty to take in around the world. Appreciate your time again, mate. Have a good one. No, no worries at all. Yeah, the rain stays away and I watch some cricket live and not when I'm sleeping. <laughs> That's <so laughs> <cool>. <laughs> Dreaming as well. Thank you, mate.